Hey guys, this is Langston Wirtz with uh, the Charlotte Observer and welcome to a special edition of Talking Preps. We've got the guys in the studio to interview the 4A coaches headed to the state championship games on Saturday. We have Lake Norman girls coach Mackenzie Graham. We have Panther Creek girls coach Danielle Sullivan. We have Mars Park coach Scott Taylor. And we have Richmond seniors coach Donald Pettigrew who actually played on the Raiders 1997 state finals team that lost independence in the state championship game. We're going to kick it off first with uh, Myers Park coach Scott Taylor, whose team is trying to win his first state championship, and Myers Park has not been to the finals since 1966. And we are now joined by Coach Scott Taylor. Coach, how are you today? I'm great, Randall. Western side, buddy. Western side. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that would make sense. My bad. My bad. Thank you. Uh, coach, uh, I want to talk about, you know, obviously we talk about Bishop Boswell. We talk about Sir Muhammad. We talk about, uh, you know, A.J. White. I think that for me, the biggest change in the last 12 months has been, you know, Elijah Strong. He looks a little bit different on the court. Um, from a leadership standpoint, can you just talk about how his impact on this team has been different? Um, I was reading, following back on some stuff this morning, and uh, somebody was writing a little bit about him. They talked about how he, how emotional he plays and um, how much he kind of leads with his emotion and his energy. Um, and that's that's the truth. He's been that way ever since he showed up his freshman year. He walked in the gym that first summer, and uh, we were doing a workout, and he asked to guard Drake May one-on-one, and he uh, he kind of caught it a little bit that day. Um, but he's he's been that person from the time he's got here, and as his game has grown, um, and he's grown up a little bit and matured, um, everybody's seen the consistency in his personality um, and been able to follow through with that. I mean, he's a, he's a lovable, likable kid. Uh, he's been loyal uh, and he's just continued to work. And I think that's, that's something that our younger guys and guys that have been around a long time have seen the, um, the fruits of his labor and how um, he's just been able to now put it all together and be consistent. Um, his, his conditioning has improved. His athleticism has improved. Uh, but him as a person has always stayed the same and uh, his, his energy and his uh, he's just, he's always so excited to be out there and he's so excited for his team and his school. Um, it's hard not to love that. Coach, congratulations. I want to make a couple points and ask you a couple questions as well. But first of all, you know, you prepared this team by playing a really tough non-conference schedule and also you know, going on the road to a team like Carmel and that thing helped prepare you for this playoff run. My next thing I want to compliment you guys on is I look at your roster and you have all these high major prospects, you know, Bishop Boswell, Sir Muhammad, A.J. White, Elijah Strong. How did you get all these guys to buy into the team first philosophy that you guys have displayed so nicely and on the court? Uh, to be honest, uh, Coach Lewis, it, it kind of piggies back piggybacks a little bit on what we were just talking about with Elijah. Elijah's two-time conference player of the year. And um, he knew that we had to continue to improve. And as those younger guys, as Sir and AJ grew last year with us um, and Bishop coming in this year, knowing them and being, you know, being around and knowing our guys so well, he, um, he didn't necessarily take a back seat as far as what we were asking of him, but he knew that for us to be really good, we had to be able to be better across the board. And um, him being willing to kind of uh, invite that. Uh, and then when you have guys like 
like Sir and his ability to distribute and get get other guys involved and find open looks for Sam Walters and Santana Lynch and Jacob Parazon and all these other guys, um, I think they all just uh, begin to build off of that uh, with each other. And uh, they're excited for each other. Um, we've really played our best basketball when we've been um, – We've we've had some even distribution. Uh, the last several games, we've had three, oftentimes four guys in double digits, and that's hard to guard. Um, right. And sometimes earlier in the year, we would win some games, but we'd have a couple guys that have a big game, and a couple guys that weren't producing uh, a ton in numbers. They would still defend and do what we were asking them, but we we couldn't quite find our offensive flow. And as we've been able to uh, keep guys engaged and be more efficient in what we're doing with our offense, it just makes us tough to guard. Um, and again, I, I give Elijah and, and Sir a lot of credit for that. But AJ and Bishop and those other guys that play off of them um, have bought into what's been asked of them because they understand that it makes us a really difficult guard. Coach, coming into the state championship, you guys are playing with a lot of confidence, and you know you got all the motivation in the world. Now, the one thing about it is you played Richmond early in the year and beat them pretty handily. How difficult will it be going into the locker room in this week in preparation to make sure the kids don't get too overconfident by looking at the early season score and outcome? Uh, to be honest, not a bit. Um, I'm, I haven't worried about that at all. Um, two parts to that. I trust our kids. Our kids know um, that it doesn't matter if it was Holly Springs or Richmond or it could have been you know, Durham Jordan and anybody else that came from over there, you're playing for a state championship. Um, it, it's it, whether you've played them or not, uh, the chance to be able to go to Chapel Hill and finish off our season in that regard for the first time for Myers Park. Um, I, I don't worry about their approach to that. Um, and you guys are going to help us a little bit because uh, everybody in Richmond County is happy to remind us that Paul didn't play that first game. Um, <laughs> we've heard of plenty about it. Uh, we heard about it that night because he had just gotten back to school that day. Um, and uh, to be honest, that was the reason we scheduled the game. Um, I wanted the game that first year um, against them. And and also, I mean, now AC Reynolds was a good one for us. It was a good one for them. But we had Paul and Rakeese Passmore, um, two top players in that class. And both of them have been high seeds in, in the playoffs. Uh, they were great for us to play out of conference. Um, so we're excited about it. I mean, it, it's the first game of the year. Uh, they will present totally different challenges than they did that night. Um, I've watched a little bit of that game this morning, and, man, we were excited to play. They were excited to play. But I think you got two totally different teams than you had that day back in November. Uh, I don't think that the game necessarily looks anything like that game that, that was played then. Um, and you got two teams that are, that are representative of really, really proud, uh, tradition-rich communities that are going to be excited to play that night. And um, – I really don't think that 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 leads much into it for for our young guys. If it does, then honestly, we're probably not as mentally tough and and prepared to be in this position as I thought we were. And I just I just don't believe that's the case. Well, watching the game yesterday against North Mecklenburg, I was very impressed um, overall by the game plan that you guys put out. And the thing that I was impressed with was you never got sped up anytime during the game. Um, Y'all were really patient in the half court. You ran your sets, some beautiful sets in the half court, nice sets out of baseline, out of bounds. And, you know, you're going up against a team like Myers Park where you got, you know, a 6'3", Santana Lynch who can come in. You know, you sort of forget about Santana Lynch, but 
you know, he's a sniper from the outside shooting 47% from three. Um, you got Sam Walters. These are guys that can light it up. So you can't really help too much off on the others, but you got Elijah strong. You got Sir Muhammad and um, AJ white Bishop Boswell. The size that you guys have is like a college team. And I was just so impressed with the continuity yesterday that you guys displayed on the court, the way you guys executed. And I said it in several, you guys look like a college team on the court yesterday. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. The kids were really well prepared and they, I mean, that was one thing that we talked about was we, we had to run really efficient offense in order for us to be able to help our defense yesterday and, and guarding, guarding North Met, guarding Isaiah, guarding Trey, guarding Christian, all those guys um, is hard enough in the half. Um, and we believe in our principles. We believe in what we do and convicted in that. But if you're not running good offense, we're taking shots outside of what uh, we're accustomed to and what we expect then it allows them to play in transition and the, the, the matchups to find people in there is so much more difficult. So we, we understand that it's both sides for us to be able to be a good defensive team. Uh, we have to be able to be coordinated on the offensive end and understand what we're looking for. And uh, there are, there are multiple options for us, which is great. Um, and then you get into the third quarter and we can pound the ball inside to E. Um, it's kind of like running the ball. Um, and you, you continue to hit them at the paint and make them play 94 feet. Uh, it just it, it's tough. We we understand that. So I think our guys understand that if we can be efficient offensively, uh, find the right shot for us. And that was one thing that I talked about was um, not necessarily trying to go blow for blow. We didn't have to match those shots. When Isaiah started hitting stuff in the third, uh, we weren't trying to hit the same shot back. We needed to make sure that we had one really good offensive possession for us. Um, and Richmond will be the same. They're going to speak us up. They trap ball screens. They want to press. They want to do some stuff to get you out of their timing. Um, so we're going to have to be really intentional on making sure that we're making good decisions, not turning the ball over, uh, and making them, making them play basketball on both ends. Coach, last point I want to make in, in a follow-up question with you is, you know, I think the thing that also impressive about your performance yesterday was your overall defense. And I think Myers Park is probably under the radar as far as how well guys you guys are defensively. You guys denied the pass. Um, you had great weak side help. And then, in my opinion, Sir Muhammad and Bishop Boswell, two of the best on-ball defenders in the state of North Carolina. Yeah, they're they're different guys. Um, they 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 present different challenges when you put them on the ball, but that's that's part of uh, what makes us difficult is we can switch it up on them a little bit. Um, we 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 want to make sure that other teams are um, not necessarily able to get into the flow, and if we can dictate where some of their catches are happening, where their actions are happening, and we can load up. Uh, and continue with really consistent ball pressure. Um, it really disrupts offenses and timing. Um, and bigger than that, being able to contest shots uh, and, and have weak side rebounding position. And, and yesterday, um, they, they were all in on that um, and really consistent. And even almost to a bigger point, not dropping your head when they do make a tough shot. I mean, you're, you're playing some of the best basketball in the region. Guys are going to make some shots. Um, so we just have to be able to um, – make sure that we're being proactive in trying to initiate where that offensive stuff happens. Um, and then if we need to try to uh, make some switch up a little bit, and put a little diff different look at people, we're lucky enough to have the versatility to be able to do that. Then when you have AJ or E or even Santana uh, switch out on somebody, it, uh, it puts more pressure on everybody. So those guys have been really good at that all year and we hope we can get one more out of them. Coach, uh, congratulations on this milestone. I want to follow up on that defensive mindset right there. You know, I'm a big defensive guy. Can you name maybe just one or two things for the ag for the average fan out there to focus on 
and watching your team this weekend. All right. There's a, there's a lot of talk about how this team could be chasing greatness and we know what you can do on the defensive end, given what you just said in a layman's term, one or two things that the average fan should be looking for and what your team can do defensively where they could figure out, Oh, they might want to do something different or man, this team is great on the defensive end. Just one or two things they can look for. Cool, Alex. Uh, it starts with ball pressure. Um, and usually the, the the head of the snake or the point of attack is probably going to be Bishop uh, guarding the ball. Um, and with that, uh, our, our switches have to be urgent. We have to be at the level of the ball when we're switching. We have to be urgent on that. We don't we don't want to drop, give any uh, opportunity for guys to be able to come off of any uh, dribble handoffs or ball screens below the screen. Um, and then uh, our help side needs to be early. Um, and if we're early – uh, and we can we can have guys in a position to be available to help and, and help on the backside. Like I said, finishing up uh, defensive rebounds. We're doing a really nice job. Um, if if teams are getting getting past us off the bounce and we're having to overhelp and we're uh, they're kicking the ball out and getting open looks where we're not able to contest in time, then we're in some trouble. Um, so, again, it'll start with the ball pressure. It'll start with guys being early to help and, and uh, being able to kind of um, stunt in there and be able to close down those gaps and then finish them with defensive rebounds. All right, Coach, last – I'm going to get you out of here. Um, this game not being played at NC State, moving over to UNC, what are your thoughts on that? And then also let's talk about the regional, you know, semifinals and, and finals and kind of the overcrowding situation as well. It was overcrowded in there yesterday? A little bit, a little bit. I heard some people had trouble getting into the game yesterday, Coach. Um, I mean, going to going to Chapel Hill's great. Um, for one thing, it doesn't doesn't mess up my mojo. Like I, we we went and back in November. I took the team down there. We got on the court. We were able to visualize where we wanted to be. So if we were at NC State, then I I kind of looked like I didn't know what what I was getting right. So the state <laughs> helped me out with that. Um, but you know, I I'm, I'm glad that we're there because I think it probably gives us an opportunity to have some more Mustangs in there. Um, that's probably the biggest thing for me. But I mean, if we're going to play at state, I, I, I wasn't going to really have a complaint about it. We get a chance to play for a state championship and whatever. There's, there's what what six, fifteen other teams that are playing for state championships too that that all want to have an opportunity um, and are excited about it. And I know they have a lot of things to to consider for that. So great, yeah. Seven thirty on Saturday. I mean, it feels like prime time. It feels like we're finishing where we should start or where we started. Um, and we'll have a ton of support in there. And Richmond's going to have a ton of support in there, too. So it's going to be filled. It's going to be excited. But, um, I mean, in, in total honesty, I, I wouldn't have been complaining if we were in Raleigh. We're just happy to be playing and practicing one more week. Um, the regionals, you know, I said this yesterday in one of the postgame interviews that, that I, I recognize the state catches a lot of grief on some of that stuff. Um, they're doing the best they can with it. Uh, for I was really uh, thankful that CMS and, and Miss Turner and the ADs from uh, Olympic Ms., and Miss Wilkerson and Fowler from East, East Mech and Elijah Ashley at, at Independence and and uh, the people over at Providence were willing to host because we could have been we could have been at Freedom uh, we could have been a couple hours away and um, you know so yeah sure uh, when I was in high school we played in Mengees at East Carolina and we played in Crown Coliseum and. And that was always the goal to get there, and it was cool. And, and I know in the past it's been at Wake Forest. But, um, you know, there, like I said, there's other things that went into that that are above my pay grade. Um, 
I was just happy we had a bunch of people in there yesterday that our people are excited to be there, that they're willing to even be upset that they can't get in there. It could be a lot worse. We could have had um, plenty of tickets available and people not coming to watch. So I'm going to have a hard time uh, really throwing out a ton of complaints on things like that. Uh, but if we want to go bigger and try to do something else, I think the one thing, and I, I know you got to get going, is I do think it's cool for all four classifications to be played on the Saturday in the same place. I think that uh, it would be fun for our guys to see the 3A game, you know, whether it had been before us or after us, um, or, uh, you know, having those four classifications in one site on that Saturday is pretty cool. Um, but, you know, I don't, I'm not really sure what the, the decision makers have to think about when they consider all that stuff. Well, Coach, I appreciate you for being on here. I know it was a lot longer than you anticipated and probably wanted to be here with us today. So we thank you for that. And uh, good luck Saturday night. Next up is uh, Richmond senior coach Donald Pettigrew, who is a big fan favorite in Rockingham. He played guard on the Raiders 1997 team. He almost led his team back to beat Independence in 1997 with a couple big three-pointers in the Smith Center, and now he's returning as the coach in the Smith Center to lead this team against Myers Park. Richmond will be the underdog because Pettigrew believes his team, which lost 78-37 to Myers Park in November, is ready for the challenge. You you have Paul McNeil, and, and he he transfers to another school, and then he comes back, you know, a couple games into the season. What was that like for you as a coach, and how was it for your team as a whole? Oh, man, uh, the day of, you know, he, he um, came back, you know, we were playing Miles Park, so it was it was a buzz, you know, in the building, you know, that and playing Miles Park, and we were so excited to come back, man. Uh, uh, it, was, <laughs> it was just amazing to have him back. He just, I mean, he just. Great guy, man. In general, the team guy first. Love, you know, love his uh, teammates. You know, love coaches, love community. He just, he just, everybody was so happy to have him back. Coach, what's the atmosphere in the city of Rockingham with the success of you going to the state playoffs? And also, you have a hometown hero in Paul McNeil who left and decided to come back, and now going to NC State. Talk about how the town is sort of resonating and supporting the team. Oh man, the, the town, man, I, I can remember being so so amazing, man. You know, it's, it's a little, you know, it's a little country town, man. But you know, we love our, our, our athletics, and you know, they've been so supportive of us, man. And you know, you've seen in the crowds this year, you know, the fans, man, been amazing. You know, like a basketball atmosphere. You know, I told guys before, you know, this, you know, I know, uh, think. When I was an assistant, went to uh, David County, and that, that that basketball atmosphere was crazy. And I, I always told my guys, man, we want to get like that. And you know, the work they put in, and the, the last six years, man, we're just trying to get our fan our fan base up, and and our fan base has been so amazing to us, man. And, and that's that's wild. It's been wild. And like yesterday was crazy. You know, uh, when they walked in the gym yesterday, just going to sit down, you got a standing ovation. You know, this, you know. How, how how can you not get hyped for that? Coach, I want to make an assessment with Paul McNeil. I've had a chance to watch him uh, many, many years. Um, he's one of the nicest young men that you'll ever meet. And, you know, one of the knocks on him is at times he's a little bit too selfish. Um, he's averaging about 24 points a game. But talk about, like, when you look at Paul McNeil, he's one of these young men that doesn't go out and search his shots. He allows the game to come to him. And he also allows his teammates to make big plays. I mean, he just, yeah, you're right. He's just so unselfish, man. And 
you know, but I'm, I'm telling you, man, he's, he he got that, you know what I'm saying, killer mindset. You know, even yesterday, man, you, you see he had, he had 18 in the first half, man. So, you know, and we tell him all the time, we want to shoot more, man, but he always say, Coach, I don't want to take away from my guys. And you don't, you don't find, you know, right. a, a talent like that that, that, that that say stuff like that, you know, and he get so excited when his guys score. You know, he was just so happy for uh, Jamarian Wall, man. And, you know, that's, that's what, you know, he, he, I mean, he just a team guy first. Uh, and I mean, his freshman year, I said, y'all need about 15 to 20 shots for you a game. He's like, coach, nah, I, I can't, I can't do that, you know. But you know, I mean, this, I mean, this kind of person he is, man. He he is so unselfish, man. And people don't realize that, man. But I'm telling you, man, he's he got that killer, you know, what I'm saying mindset, you know. And, and and he pushes guys, make them better, man. You know, he have guys in the gym with him two or three hours, you know, a day with him, man. So I mean, and I'm telling you, he, he just a team guy first, and and. Humble, you know, so humble, man. Right. And, and uh, we played Pinecrest this year, you know, and I said, you, you have a big game. So, Coach, it's not about me. It's about Julian. You know, Julian, you know, played uh, at Pinecrest last year, man. He wanted him to get up. He wanted Julian to score 30 that game, man. And you, right. just don't, you don't see that, man. I mean, you don't see that a whole lot, you know. And I'm just so blessed, to, you know, to have him, man. Coach Pettigrew, uh, so I get the privilege of talking a little history for you right here. A lot of observers out there might not know that when Richmond last appeared in back-to-back state finals in 1996 and 1997, that you were a starter on both of those teams. And a lot of observers might not remember that in the 97 game, you almost single-handedly rallied the Raiders to a victory with two top of the key three pointers in the last minute or so, and almost hit a third one. And I put your team in a position where it almost closed the deal. So the perspective that you have of having played in the Smith center, you were a great shooter working with someone like a Paul McNeil and the rest of your team, having experienced the depth perception there shooting in a bigger venue like that, playing in a bigger venue, UNC, uh, as opposed to Reynolds Coliseum. Talk a little bit about that. Do you prefer the bigger atmosphere? What can you impart to your kids having played in that environment yourself? Oh, man, just tell them, man, you know, just try, you know what I'm saying? I know this week going to be kind of crazy, man. It's trying to keep 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 stuff the same, you know, and come to mindset, you know, ready to play. It's going to be, I mean, the first few minutes going to be, be, be different, man, but, you know, and we all know it's a big game. It's a big game, man. It's, you know, it's, it's Tim lock in, man. Just keep doing what they're doing and, and trust and trusting themselves, the process and the work they've been putting in. That's all, man. And and just you know, what I'm saying, and, you know, just and come ready to play and enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. You know, uh, you know. And to this day, you know, I finally watched that my, my senior year uh, state championship game last year. You know, in, in, in 25 years. But you know, this I mean, you know, they have an opportunity to get back here, man. And I told him, I told him, let's enjoy it, man. And, you know, and and we're gonna come ready to play. You know, a, a, a bigger venue didn't really matter too much either. Um, when I play, just like, when I play, I guess you know, I I, I don't know, I didn't realize it, but it just it's like a regular old gym to me, you know. And I'm sure that it's gonna be the same for them too. All right, Coach, last question. Uh, I just want to talk to you a little bit. You played Myers Park earlier this season. Um, you guys lost 78-37. Uh, is there sp- special motivation coming in, you know, obviously this being the state championship, but also uh, the revenge factor of getting to play this team for the second time this season? Well, man, you know, and you know, and I, um, we'll go back. And like, we're about to break down for you now. I mean, the coaches 
from the first game. Our first three minutes was amazing. And, and you know, it was coming down, we weren't knocking down shots, you know, and, and we got down on ourselves, man. But, you know, and I told the guys uh end of the game, you know, I said, man, listen, we're going to see them again, you know, and, you know, and, and we just had a feeling we, you know, we're going to be here and, and they're going to be there, man. So we just got to, you know, Try, you know, we're gonna be fine. Just gotta play, play our game, man. Uh, um, and, and I know that I got better, you know, and uh, we done got better. So it's, it's gonna be fun, man. And, and you know, we, we're ready to play. We, we're ready for the challenge. We're ready for the challenge for uh, Saturday. One last thing, Coach. You guys average about eighty points a game, so you guys like to use a lot of pressure defense and push the ball up the court. So I imagine you're not going to change anything as far as your tempo of the game. No, we don't. Well, we're not. We're gonna, but we're gonna be more, more precise, man. And Hopefully, you know, so we knock down shots. But if we don't, let's try to stay in the rim. You know, we, our coach saying we're gonna miss shots. Stay in the rim. Don't, don't, don't get that too down on yourself. The first time we played, man, we weren't knocking down shots, and guys holding the heads down, man. And like I told us, part of the game, we still gotta play. You know, on the defensive end, and you know, the, the last few weeks, man, defensively, we, we were playing pretty good, man. Next up is Panther Creek girls coach Danielle Sullivan. Her team is in the finals for the first time. They're playing a nationally ranked Lake Norman team. They are the underdogs because Sullivan believes her team is going to do what it does, not change anything, and they're ready for the challenge. Well, Coach, you know, first off, congratulations. And just talk to us a little bit about your team this year and how things have progressed for you guys during the season. Um, We brought everybody back from a team that lost by one in the Elite Eight last year. Um, I knew this year we had a good chance to be really special. Um, we have start two seniors and three juniors and tried to kind of build our schedule to prepare us to get where we hoped we would be. And that's, you know, playing Saturday. I love it. I love it. That's one of my big things. I feel like when you have the talent, uh, you should test them early and often. And for that exact reason of getting to this point um, where you're where you're going to be at on Saturday. Um, Taylor Barner is one of your players who I've gotten a chance to see quite a few times. Um, she, she's done a tremendous job this season. How has it been coaching her the, these last couple of seasons? It's been a joy. You know, Taylor has have had a chance to see her come from a freshman, her COVID year, where we all wore masks and tried to kind of figure each other out to now as a junior um, you know, she's she's a reflection of me on the court. Um, I play point guard. She's my point guard. And so getting her getting to see her kind of develop that leadership to where, you know, there are some decisions she makes that she makes. And I'm good with that. So I think it's been a pretty special relationship to go from from that COVID year to now, you know, trying to, you know, be open and no mask and plan a full schedule and all of that. So I think she's really grown and developed over the last three years. Well, Coach, you guys are um, 28 and four and one, 20 in a row, and you haven't had many close games down the stretch. So when you go into the game against Lake Norman for the 4A state championship, what's the mindset and what do you tell the team as far as the competition from Lake Norman being undefeated? Yeah, I mean, Lake Norman brings a great squad. Um, their point guard's tough. They've got four great shooters around her as well. and. You know, we're going to do what we do. Um, we played in the She Got game early in December, um, you know, again, hoping to help prep us for this run. Um, so we've seen some good point guards. We've seen some good shooters. Um, and I think we're going to stick to our game plan and, you know, do what we do that's brought us here. We're not going to change a whole lot this year um, or this week. We're going to break down some film. We're going to, you know, lock in on some things that Lake Norman does. But ultimately, you know, we're going to we're going to do what got us here. Coach, uh, in yesterday's post-game press conference, you 
uh, beamed with pride when speaking about how much this team likes each other and how cohesive this unit is. One of my favorite moments of the press conference was when when I asked Olivia Tucker about the big three pointer she hit in the third quarter. And the first thing she said about it, credit to Amira for looking ahead and making that pass which just showed that dynamic that you built. And you talked about how you did some conscientious things off the court to help and cultivate that dynamic. You talk a little bit about what some of those things were and how they transfer from off the court to on the court to build that dynamic. Well, we've tried to get these girls outside of just basketball. I've been fortunate and blessed to have girls that play year round. So they play a lot of basketball. Um, you know, I've mentioned the She Got game. It, it was good to get them on a road trip, staying in a hotel. Um, you know, that kind of interaction. Um, we have went to Drive Shack, which is just like Top Golf. We've played some dodgeball. We've played some softball. We've done some things, you know, to help them kind of grow that relationship and trust and get to know each other off the court, which I think translates to good cohesiveness, being able to communicate and really that trust. And for us, that's kind of what it's grown to be from, you know, day one to, you know, where we are now, they've really kind of bought into what we're trying to do. And they've really kind of, kind of tried to learn each other on a different level, not just who we are as basketball players, but who we are as people. All right, Coach, I think – have you gotten a chance to look at any film for Lake Norman this week, or is that something you're going to wait till tomorrow to start doing? Well, we enjoyed it yesterday. We enjoyed our win yesterday, and we kind of hit it hard this morning. Um, you know, we've looked at some. We've broke a little bit down. Um, that's something we'll continue to do, you know, tonight with my coaches and then, you know, again into tomorrow um, to kind of to kind of break it down. They bring a tough squad. Um, but, you know, I feel pretty confident that we'll we'll get a game plan together, and, you know, the girls have been great through this playoff run to kind of lock in and really take some ownership of what we're trying to do. And so the buy-in has been good and I expect nothing less this week. Two first team, two first time teams in the state finals at UNC have, have the nerves kicked in yet at all coach? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we're kind of still riding that high from yesterday. Um, you know, Hillside was a tough opponent and a tough, you know, battled game. So I'm, I'm sure as, you know, with anybody that gets here that's not been here before, there's going to be some nerves on both sides, and I think that's to be expected. Um, but I think it's an exciting week. Um, I have had people say, hey, enjoy this journey, and that's what we're going to try to do this week is kind of let these girls, you know, focus in on the, on the task at hand, um, but also enjoy some time to together and you know enjoy what you have because you don't get this time back so and after it's done on Saturday it's done so I want to make sure that they they spend some time really you know understanding how far they've come but you know still also understanding we got a job to do on Saturday awesome well congratulations coach and good luck thank you and our final coach today is Lake Norman girls coach Mackenzie Graham Lake Norman kind of came out of nowhere. Nobody was expecting a 31-0 season from Lake Norman, except maybe Lake Norman. Uh, Graham said they got a lot of confidence in the summertime, playing some tough competition. And here they are, led by star Kirsten Lewis-Williams, with a chance to win the school's first state championship. I have the pleasure of talking to the coach from the Lake Norman Wildcats. Coach McKenzie, how are you this morning? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, Coach, first off, I want to congratulate you guys on a great season, a great victory, and a hard fall game Saturday. My first question for you, though, is like, when, with this group, when did you know that 
hey, we can do something really special here. Oh, gosh. With the players that we have and, and just the group we had last year, we knew that we could do some special stuff last year. Um, you know, we had Ali Wodkowski, we had Madison Saunders, we had some big pieces then, but we also had a group of five freshmen. And uh, we knew that once they got a little experience under their belt, got some varsity play in time, um, were able to just develop under our system and what we really try to do. Uh, we They showed some uh, some good things last year. And so really, uh, I would say this year, when we went over to NC State team camp in the summer, and we played some incredible competition. We played Cardinal Gibbons, and we played uh, Sarah Strong's AAU team. And we were able to hang with her and um, win a lot of the games that we that we played there. And so that's when us as a coaching staff really took a look. We're like, we're, we have a chance to be really, really special this year. All right. So my follow-up question is that is like, what game was it when you looked at it and you were like, we got a chance to run the table here? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, probably in our preseason scrimmages when we went over to Providence Day and uh, we played Legacy. And everybody leading up to that was talking about how, hey, this this Legacy team, they're legit, man. And so uh, I was like, oh, gosh. you know. So we were a little nervous to play them. And, and we went in there and we hung with them the whole time and ended up winning that game. And so I would say that was about the time that we were like, we're good, and I think we might be a little bit better than we than we anticipated being. So I would say that would be the game that was like, all right, we got a chance to do something really special this year. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, my big thing about your team, which makes them interesting to me, is I, I always say that this is a team full of kids that just do their job. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Kirsten is kind of the engine. She kind of gets you started uh, on both ends of the floor with kind of her energy and her effort. And then, you know, you got Addison Sirianni, who really just takes the challenge of guarding the other team's best player and, and knocking down open shots. And obviously the Sheehan's knocking down shots and Kelsey Ryan as well. Can you talk about kind of your, your team's mindset as far as that goes? Like as far as the buy-in, I guess with Kirsten being a senior and the other four, I guess we got with three sophomores and one freshman starting, you know, how was that for you as a coach getting them to buy in and understand, you know, what jobs need to be done for you guys to be successful this year. Yeah, it's a great problem to have. Everybody was like, you know, tell me about tell me about your team and your starting lineup. I was like, well, I got one senior, not another senior on the team, not a single junior, and then the rest of them are sophomores and freshmen. And so they're like, man, looking in the future, you guys are going to be – you're going to be good for a little while. And, yeah, so that's super exciting. But Kirsten's been with us for four years. I mean, she, she really saw um, us build from the – really the ground up. I mean – her freshman year, we had Lauren Sullivan, who's over at Wingate. And so I would say Kirsten kind of learned from her a little bit as far as expectations. But Kirsten, I, I can't say enough about her. She uh, she she does everything for us. And the most important thing that she does is um, just be that one that one leader and that senior leadership that we have on our team. She comes in day in, day out. She holds people accountable. And uh, but the the other uh, sophomores and freshmen that we have, they they have just balled in from the beginning. And I think that it's really just the expectation that we've set as a coaching staff is we, when we came in, we wanted to win a state championship. And that was our goal. And really looking at it then and, and having time to reflect and look at this now, um, five years ago, we were kind of just laughing about it. We want to get this program to, to this uh, place. And we won... I think eight games total our first year and then 11 the next. And so back then it was just like, yes, it's an expectation that we want to get to one day. And it's kind of a dream, but, uh, but for us to be here, we, you know, it's all about the culture 
and just starting something and just holding your players accountable and holding them to, to certain expectations day in and day out. But uh, these kids, they work hard. They, uh, I've never seen, I've never seen a group of girls work like this. And it's not even just work in the gym. It's, um, it's their eating habits. It's what they do outside of our practices. It's, it's just the combination of everything that just makes them so special. So they buy in, they understand their roles. We know Kirsten can take over a game. We've seen that in the playoffs, but without Addison Sirianni on there, uh, we don't win the games. We don't win the games that we've won. And, um, you know, and then the Sheehan's playing the roles that they have for us this year, uh, Sam being our sharpshooter and then Lex just being in there, uh, our slasher, our combo guard, our post presence. Um, and then you add in Kelsey, who is just she's not afraid of anything. And she's a freshman, but she plays way beyond her years. And so they just continue to push each other at practice every day. But but they know uh, we've had some tough conversations and some tough practices where where we've really said this isn't who we are and this isn't what we what we want to be. And if we continue to do stuff like this, we're not going to reach our goals. And um, so Kirsten really starts uh, those conversations at practice if things start going, um, you know, in a way that we don't want it to. But it's just a, it's an unbelievable group of girls. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, coach. I really appreciate that, that in-depth answer. And uh, I want to tell you congratulations on a great season and good luck on Saturday.